You're listening to the Casting for Fun podcast, the show that talks about entertainment, sports, music, and inspirational stories for all to enjoy. We're glad you could join us today. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Now, here is your host, Albert Pineda. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of the Casting for Fun podcast for February 14th, uh, 2023. I am your host, Albert Pineda, and the Super Bowl has just ended. <laughs> the Super Bowl was great. I always love watching the Super Bowl. Uh, Super Bowl 57 was a good game. I think not obviously the best one, but I mean, definitely up there with uh, good entertainment value. And then, of course, my good friends, Nick Turner and Tyler Ivansich join me to talk sports as they usually do. Uh, MIA for, for this week's episode is our fourth uh, our, our good friend, Tom McNeil, who unfortunately wasn't able to make it, but I'm sure I'll be able to get Tom on for a future episode uh, somewhere down the road. But, but anyways, myself, Nick and Tyler, we have a great conversation about what we thought about the game, uh, commercials, trailers, halftime performance, food, everything related to the Super Bowl, which I always love. And again, it makes me sad that it's over for now, but uh, there's so much to look forward to as far as entertainment is concerned. And obviously I'll keep recording every week to be talking about great entertainment stuff. Okay, so here we go. This is our recap of Super Bowl 57. Joining me tonight on the Casting for Fun podcast, two really cool, awesome dudes, two of my closest friends, uh, my sports group to, to chat Super Bowl 57. It's uh, Nick Turner and Tyler Ivansich. Gentlemen, how are we doing tonight? I'm great. How are you? Uh, very good. Very good. It's good to see everybody. Yeah, we're doing good. Awesome. Awesome. So, so Super Bowl, I mean, whether it's good or bad, and for the most part, usually really good. I, I just mm-hmm. love watching the game and talking about it and everything related to the game. So just like last year, I wanted to chat uh, uh, the game itself, uh, halftime performance, but we oh, don't have to we reflect do on too much. The game, didn't we do last year right for the Rams one? Yeah. 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 yeah that was the same, like, the same group, just minus. Minus that, Tom. Uh, yeah. That was my, my fourth episode. So I've been doing this for over a year now, which is pretty Oh, cool. man. Yeah. Okay. I've actually wondered about that, Albert. It, it seems like it's been a while, but not super yeah. long. Yeah, I, I hit so. the year mark just a few weeks ago, so that was pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so so the game itself, uh, halftime, but we can just brush over that really fast. I don't know if you want to th- focus too much on Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, not that she was bad. I mean, I well, didn't let's, let's, let's say, hey, save the it. worst performance save ever it. on the Super Bowl. Save but. it. <laughs> Save it for the halftime talk. Okay, okay, we'll save we'll save it for we'll the save it. Uh, commercials, uh, and then including trailers, and then of course a food what we did for grub, which is always important and great. So, so Super Bowl Fifty Seven, uh, uh, Chiefs and Eagles. Uh, I think it was an entertaining game, uh, but you know it's kind of interesting. Like I think Nick, you made this point like several years ago, back when we were roommates, that. Uh, when the game ends on a field goal, it could be like maybe a little anticlimactic, you know, mm-hmm. you kind of want to see a, a really awesome touchdown play to end the game. But that being said, leading up to it, actually, I thought it was a really entertaining close game between the two teams. But I still think there's a dramatic play right before it happened, though, like the pass interference that even got it there. Yeah. No, but so here's my take on that, Albert, and I'm going to set it. So I do agree with it, but. Like I'm in that statement, I'm also thinking of like a team driving down the field and having to kick like a 40 yard, 50 yard game winner. Like there is no other play. This was different. Like they could have scored a touchdown. Oh, they man, took a man, knee. Man. They they chose the smart football move to win. 100% the correct decision. Also the most boring decision you could make. They literally sat the ball for like a minute 30 left. Yeah. 
and literally did nothing. They just let the clock run. They, Once they again, made, they made sure they made sure Philly had zero chance. Of yeah, they're Super Bowl champs because of it. Different. So I can't fault I can't fault it because they're champs. But it was definitely yeah less climatic. They don't give two rats about what the fans thinking. They're always they're thinking is what do we got to do to win the game. Well, mm-hmm. I, I disagree. The Chief fans, they're very happy. Well, yeah, the Chiefs are very happy. But I'm, but I'm saying, if you're Andy Reid and Biennemi, you're just thinking, what do we got to do right now to win? Uh, which is what they're paid to do. So, exactly. once again, no fault. But, yeah, just kind of. This is with the NFL writing another script saying we're going to drag this one out. Yeah. Like, there was a lot of excitement. And then you didn't get. Once again, it's less climatic when it's field goal win. Something like that. But just factor that in where oh they just took a knee and then got it from five yards like the the challenge was not there at the end but they won which is all that matters so yeah it almost becomes like a, a game of chess like it's very strategic as to what they're actually going to be doing uh as opposed to natural football game but i mean that's part of the game so yeah and i wonder years ago i don't know that many coaches would have done that it's just because if you don't you give the other team a chance to win the game themselves. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, literally the guy has a touchdown, which is usually what you want, get the mm-hmm. points, but no, it was a smart move to, to not go for the touchdown, to run the clock out. Oh, even the announcers were just saying, Hey, just let them walk it in. Just let them walk it in. And Andrew Reed's players are like, we're not going to take that and give that opportunity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to have Patrick, Patrick Holmes walk it backwards. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Very nice. So it was, inter- oh, I mean, not interesting. Obviously, it's the way it goes because Fox, it was Fox's turn to, to host this year for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, it was interesting, though, to hear uh, uh, the gentleman, uh, Kevin Burkhart, who I wasn't really too familiar with, and Greg Olson called the game. Because I know uh, uh, Joe Buck's a very polarizing figure. So I guess most people probably would prefer that he not be calling the game, even though I do like mm. Troy Aikman. But uh, what did you guys think of that that uh, that that tandem? I guess uh, I haven't catched too many Fox games this season. Usually, I'm catching the Sunday night NBC game. I always thought there were the mid earlier games when. Okay. Remember, that's what I thought was weird because usually you have like a sun, a night crew and a morning crew as uh-huh. far as their games go. Because uh-huh. Warren, this was always like their morning crew as far as Fox. Oh, okay. So th- this was their first time this- calling the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. So for me, I huh. No, go ahead and finish. No, for me, it was like they're trying to mimic the you can tell they're trying to mimic like uh, Ramo, uh-huh. uh, like trying to like do a couple of play calls and then announce it. I'm like, it's a little different from a tight end's perspective than a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Quarterback's gonna see, like, we're talking about chess and check, like compared to like checkers. I'm like, no, this is a chess move, but quarterbacks think. I'm like, most tight ends are just thinking, what's my play right now? So I thought, I thought that was a little interesting. I'm not going to lie. I uh, didn't really pay attention to him that much. Uh, we had our friends over, Tom and Susan and their kids, and mm-hmm. Derek came by for the first half. Oh, cool. So we had we had a lot of chit-chat going on and, mm-hmm. you know, watching the game, but mm-hmm. I wasn't necessarily paying that much attention to the play-by-play. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and they left at halftime, and even after that, I f- found myself kind of glossing over the play-by-play. Um, partially because, eh, I didn't really care which team won. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I have no skin in that game. So uh, I guess I guess Eagles would have won the game. I thought they were the better team going in. But on game day, Kansas City pulled it out. You know, I finally have some respect for Mahomes. I'm not the biggest fan. He's okay. He's good. But 
part of me also feels like, man, we're kind of in like a lull in football. Like we had so many great quarterbacks for, for so long. And I feel like, eh, now they're just okay. Personally. So, but hold it up, hold up the second one. Like we're not going to have too many Manning versus Brady, like rivalries like that greatness. Like I still think Mahomes is, that's why they're trying to make him and the Burrow the next version of it. That's not it. No, I just don't think they're, I don't think they're as exciting. No, I don't think, I, I'm starting to say that NFL's trying to make it look like the next version. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it was very unique how the NFL had it with Brady and uh, uh, and Manning, because I think they had both really big personalities. So it was kind of easy for fans to kind of gravitate to them to like, it would be, you don't have to necessarily be a Patriots fan or a Colts fan, but you would want to watch Brady versus Manning. Uh, I guess you like, like you said, Tyler, like the NFL is trying to kind of get those well, two. Mahomes uh, is a good guy who just stays to himself, kind of quiet. If it was yeah. his brother, I would say that would be different. His mm-hmm. brother's a little rowdy, throws stuff at fans, pours beer on fans. <laughs> <laughs> and then Burrow's a little flashy, like that, that's what you'd want. But Mahomes is not that type of person. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I think Mahomes isn't done. I, I think the Chiefs and him might actually win one more before it's all said and done for his career. He's young enough for sure. Yeah. He's definitely got plenty of time. That's not the question. I still think there's a couple of crazy stats I saw that are crazy. Like, what was it? Kansas City had 20 plays of offense in the first half, and Philly had 17 first downs. Well, Kansas City scored, I think, on every possession in the second half. I mean, that those are the things that mm-hmm. matter. Yeah. They also had the – that fumble they caused for a touchdown, you know, special teams stepped up when it needed to. They had those those key plays that really made the difference. Not to mention, you know, freaking missed field goal mm-hmm. in the Super Bowl. So, I mean, that changes the complexity, yeah. those three points, if they make it. So, but once again, in the end, I mean, the Chiefs pulled it off, mm-hmm. even though I didn't expect them to. I still thought it was funny. They're trying to make the, the turf the story again. They said it like a half a dozen times. This okay. Tahoma, well, they kept calling call, was it Tahoma 31, whatever. I think they just don't want a situation like last year where OBJ blows his knee out. And so we're going to make sure it's slippery, not grabby. Yeah, but it's football. No, I know. But blow their knees out. Like, yeah. But the NFL is all about, quote, unquote, protect the shield and the product as best they can. I know, but it's always been played on grass. Mm-hmm. It's... Anyway, I'm not going to go into that. No. <laughs> uh, were there any other key plays from the game? Any particular plays you guys enjoyed or thought were pretty cool? For me, the couple of catches that were controversial, there was the Devontae Adam, was it Devontae, um, on the sideline that he bobbled that could have been got called either way. Or even they almost think go was it Gobert, like double catched it. And even that was like replayed. Like to me, it was a couple of cl- plays that could have caused the game either direction. So, right. So the controversy online, the Philly fans, of course, are saying the refs, you know, once again, the refs. Well, they're already, they're already put them in. Played a role. Yeah. You know, look, I want to be like, even though I agree that can happen, I want to be like, you guys missed a field goal. Like, you didn't cause the turnovers you needed. You didn't stop them in the second half. The re- you, you know, that had less control. sacks in the regular season and didn't have one in the game. Just uh, like, look, you you lost. When you leave it up to the refs to make the game, then you haven't put yourself in a position to win. 
even though I hate it when my team loses, it's still the reality of you can't like, like UFC, you, you can't let it go to the, to the judges. Um, you got to win it without question. So, and they didn't. Mm-hmm. One particular play that kind of stood out to me, at least because for our, just our little get together here, we got everybody off the couch, like running or yelling and screaming was the uh, Kadarius Tony. Uh, if I say his name right, the the, the guy who had the huge punt return for the Chiefs, yeah, which was a pretty cool play. It was yeah. like, oh wow, all the way, <laughs> yeah. And then, then of course, I mean, the the key play I think was the 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 holding call against the Eagles with a minute forty eight left to play, mm-hmm. which again, uh, you know, uh, you know, gave the uh, the the Chiefs the chance to go ahead and uh, ice off the game from there. Yeah, there's so many little things, you know. We could, we could beat it up, I think, pretty yeah. good. But look, in the end, they didn't they didn't put it away. Mm-hmm. You know, the Chiefs stepped up in the key plays. Once again, you guys, you missed a field goal, little things. You turned it over like those, you know, at the beginning of the game. It's an old joke. Uh, I don't know if you remember this, Albert. I remember back in the day, like Derek, Ted, you, me, and probably probably Marcelo. And they were talking about how it seemed like every Sunday it was always, you know, on Fox or ABC or CBS, the pregame, it'd always be like, you know, special teams has to play a role. And it just seemed like special teams plays a huge role mm-hmm. in defense. And once again, like which team is going to have those small variables that make those key plays that's not your star running back or anything like that. And, you know, like point, points off of turnovers. No, very true. You know, missed field goal on the other side. Mm-hmm. Like it just tips the balance. And uh, I, there was a moment in the game I thought the Eagles were going to start to run away with it. And then I caught, and then I thought Kansas city was going to start to run away in the fourth. And then we got a tie game. And so overall it was good. It was close. Mm -hmm. It came down to the end. I mean, even though the end was anticlimactic, uh, like the game overall, the longevity of the game was entertaining and good. Yeah, I thought so too. And that's definitely what we want to see with the Super Bowl games when we got as many eyeballs watching the game. So it's exactly what the NFL wanted or what everyone wanted to reasonably close to but the biggest point difference was what ten points in the whole game. Yeah, like nothing, nothing, no one's getting blown out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. you know, uh, Eagles get that two point conversion in the fourth, like mm-hmm. which which made it even more possible. Mm-hmm. Like so close, so many plays that mattered. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, anything else with the game? Decent game. Philly's going to burn down either way. Decent game. Yeah, yeah, so that, that makes it fun. Just and it can go either way, and it's just close all the way through, and you get some good plays along the way. Yeah. So very nice, very nice. Yeah. Okay, so this is going to be interesting. Let's go ahead and jump into halftime then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so 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 I'm watching the game here with my wife, Allison, obviously, and uh, and Aguilar. So I, obviously you guys know Tony Aguilar. Yeah. Uh, his wife okay, yeah. was here, and their kids, they're the same age as my kids, so they play and have fun. So the women are enjoying it. They're they're liking it and they're making comments about Rihanna, like, oh, she's pregnant, things like that. And I'm just kind of like, uh, can, can we back to more commercials? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't mean any disrespect to Rihanna. I mean, like, I don't know her that well. I mean, what I know best about her was the fact that she she dated Matt Kemp back when he was playing for the Dodgers, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, yeah. And I know maybe one or two of her songs. So, but uh, 
Uh, I will say, I mean, just playing devil's advocate here, that the, the platform design was pretty cool. It looked cool. And there were some times when you couldn't even see the strings. I was like, oh, wow, they're actually floating. Oh, no, no, they're attached to strings. Yeah. So so that part looked kind of cool. But I guess for both of you guys, what did you think of Rihanna's performance? I was laughing because someone posted saying it looked like Smash Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That yeah. is good. I saw that. I could stop laughing. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> They've had a, a picture of like Mario on one side and like, <laughs> Albert on another side. And oh, yeah. Albert, question for you. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I'm I'm more with you on that. Like I don't really follow her music, uh, but you've seen her on the Grammys in years past and perform with. Like she's collaborated a lot with other artists. Uh, yeah. I've never seen that, but I heard that that was the case. But we didn't get any artists, right? There was nobody who joined her. No, because you know. She's not going to share the limelight with anyone. Come on. Okay. She got her chance to shine. She's like, F you people. I, she did, what is it, her second I made it. She's, done. she's not, she's not, she's not handing it down to the next generation of, Hey, let me help out the younger people. Like they, the people help me, but uh, you haven't ever seen her perform at the MTV uh, music awards, maybe uh, or something. I'm just trying uh, to think like, I, I have small memories of it and like, they were saying this was her second Super Bowl that she's done. Like, I don't think that's true, right? I mean, well, I think she came like out a, with someone else, maybe. Yeah, like yeah, she like, wasn't like headlining, but like she came right. out. With, she, she's been to the Super Bowl and performed, like with Beyonce or someone like that, or possibly. Okay, yeah. sounds reasonable, but yeah. like it, it was it, it was okay because it's not my mm-hmm. music choice of preference. Look, I'm not gonna lie, I'm like. I didn't go. Is she pregnant at first? I was like, oh, man, she put some weight on. And then I'm like, oh, well, she might have had a kid. I don't follow her. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, you get older. Life happens. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the ladies are like, I didn't say anything. But finally, they start talking. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. She's either pregnant or, you know, of course, this is what happened in all homes. Like the wives slash girls are going on Wikipedia or Google to be like, did she just have a kid? Oh, she had a kid nine months ago. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Uh, my first reaction was like, oh, she's pregnant? Like, what is she doing up there? <laughs> like, you're, you're pregnant. Why risk your pregnancy? <laughs> that was my initial thought. Like, what if you get injured? Uh, <laughs> so, and then I was like, all right, I mean, eh, looked okay. Music was in, eh, because it's not my cup <laughs> of tea. The girls were like, oh, yeah, it was, it was okay. And uh, you play yeah, the hits I, like that you do, just play the, the songs that you're known for, kept it simple. Yeah, I kind of I wasn't that entertained by it personally. No. Yeah, yeah, but I, I'm not her fan, so whatever, that's fine. Yeah, I'm sure the people who, who do enjoy her probably tuned in. They, the NFL probably got huge numbers for the, the halftime show, so they probably got what they want in that regard as well. Now, here's the big problem. Here's my my major, my criticism. When you're pregnant and you're on, like, risking things, like, okay, she did it. It's kind of cool. I'd probably do it if I was in her situation. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm like, eh, why risk it? Uh, she's a horrible lip singer. Like, she was horrible. Like, in the performance. Yeah. Like, she tried to dance, but you're pregnant. You can't. She can't move. Like, you're a, you're a great she, dancer, she, she's but you're pregnant. Her, she's known for dancing, and she couldn't move. She looked like. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, like, uh. so I'm not getting 
Like if I paid a concert for that, I'd be pissed off because I paid for the other experience the show that I've seen. And uh, yeah, I felt it was a lackluster performance and her lip syncing sucked, which took away from like when you add all those other things up, once again, me saying you're pregnant up there, like that's a wash. I don't think that matters in the end, but at least do a decent job performing. You know, you're not the first pregnant person to perform. And we know there's limp syncing to the Super Bowl. Everyone does it. Chili, everyone, because that's yeah. the rule. I have yeah. no problem with that, but at least kind of match a little bit. Like, I think she put the mic down at one point or and like, I could still hear her voice going like for three more words. And I was like, <laughs> did you forget that that part was in what she recorded and rehearsed? <laughs> and then I'm like, ooh. Was she drunk? Is that why? <laughs> She's pregnant. Shouldn't be drinking. Probably not. But very nice. Yeah. So, so on a scale of uh, Prince to the Black Eyed Peas, where do you think Rihanna ranks? Ooh, oh. Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> I don't even need to think about that one. <laughs> Frankly, if uh, if it had just been more guys here, we we probably would have ignored it about two and a half minutes in. <laughs> You know, started talking about other things, but mm-hmm. the, the fireworks show was more entertaining than her show. <laughs> it entertained her too. I don't blame her. I would too. Let's not lie. We would all look up to see that spectacular lighting that was above mm-hmm. it. So, but yeah, sure. it's, it's still funny. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I would say. Yeah. That again, it was serviceable. It was fine. I mean, again, it's not my cup of tea, but for people who do like it, it was cool and, uh, and definitely not the worst that we've seen. So. Yeah. And last year, I thought last year's was great. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought last year's Super Bowl performance a lot better than this year. Mm-hmm. Hey. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, anything else with halftime or ready to, to move on? I, I was, I was still shocked that I'm so, I don't know if I'm shocked why Apple's taking so and much a advantage as far as the Super Bowl. Like he used to, wasn't MTV the one who did it before slash Pepsi. Yeah, Pepsi. Pepsi was last year, and I think they, Pepsi had done it for a while. And Pepsi was, you know, there for, as far as like commercials go. But I think this was the first one for Apple Music. Okay. Dude, Apple. Apple has money to burn. No, yeah, I know that's why you, you have to show they have their little they have their little logo in the corner. All right. There's I, a I, rumor they were gonna gonna buy disney potentially that's off subject yeah yeah Uh, so not not the episode for that but Mm. i mean it's disney you think like wow that's disney but disney's they could afford they could afford that like oh they're doing the super bowl halftime show that's that's like buying a new company like they do every month probably Mm -hmm. and it's a write-off it's advertising write-off probably so about yeah. time, I would say. Mm-hmm. Very nice, very nice. So, so commercials and trailers. Uh, I know it sometimes it's hit or miss with the Super Bowl. There were a few that I enjoyed this year. I, I will say, yeah, there were a few that I thought, even though for the most part, some of them were kind of duds. Uh, but I mean, just off the bat, I would say the the reunion of a uh, Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul, mm. uh, Breaking Bad. So, so yeah. Heisenberg and Jesse Pinkman. Uh, mm you know doritos of all products was actually kind of funny that was that i was entertaining and cool because uh, even since i saw the jack harlow one and then i saw went straight to uh it was instagram and someone's already posting how that's illuminati the whole thing was referencing illuminati 
thought that was weird. Hmm. Like everyone's trying to do no the commercials already. Hmm. Okay, yeah. Uh, the DraftKings commercial I thought was kind of entertaining just because, like, I mean, it's not all the time you see Kevin Hart, Tony Hawk, and The Undertaker from WWE in a yeah. commercial, which I thought was kind of funny. <laughs> it was really random, but... uh. Uh, and then other than that, uh, trailers that were really cool. The Flash trailer, I thought, looked fantastic. I mean, I'm, I'm so psyched to see hmm. uh, Michael Keaton return as Batman. Hmm. I, I didn't, once again, I didn't really pay attention to the commercials. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I've kind of moved on from that. Hmm. I felt like the last couple of years, the commercials have sucked. And I'm like, wait, so I'm going to go on a tangent here, guys. Sorry. Like, okay, why, you- why am I paying attention to a commercial? Why should I care? what people are trying to sell me mm-hmm. like I have the internet. I can look at other things. I can talk to the kids during the commercials or the other people in the room, or I can go grab another taco, uh, which we'll talk about later mm-hmm. or, or just something else. I'm like, eh, commercials. I, I purposely tried to ignore them. I made a conscious effort to kind of ignore them. And so I do remember the Doritos commercial uh, flash in particular, which which I'm Albert. I'm like, oh, I got questions. Uh, but once again, I feel like this isn't the podcast to break that down. Mm-hmm. So, but otherwise, I, you know, you might say some and I'll go, oh, yeah, I think I saw those. But I, I kind of tried to ignore them because eh, I don't need to be sold to. I mean, enjoy other things. No, no, fair enough. That's a good point. In fact, I mean, I can think back to like, you know, the 90s and even the 2000s when commercials would actually be entertaining and funny. Like uh, there was actually like the the snow globe commercial, right? With someone like try throwing it at a a Doritos machine. I thought that was just hysterical or something. I don't remember what it was about, but it was actually pretty funny. You had the classic Cindy Crawford. You had like the dollar bill and the soda machine, which they couldn't Mm -hmm. do now because no one half half the people don't know what a. Well, they know what a soda machine is, but they use their card now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the old machines uh, zh, zh, wouldn't take the bill. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the old uh, Budweiser commercials. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The real man of genius. Like, it just seems like they're just putting a celebrity on every ad. That's what it, it just seems like nowadays. Yeah. There's, how many celebrities can I get in this commercial and we'll call it good? So on the Budweiser, I'm like, wait, that's like the hold music. We all know. I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to make a tediating task become entertaining mm-hmm. and i'm like wait you're really trying to say have a beer and you can be on hold and enjoy it mm-hmm. like eh. no <laughs> ah, like you get tired of that music uh good attempt but once again like i kind of thought that was when i did look up at and was like oh hey that's the one actor guy what's he doing in a commercial that was my mm-hmm. thought why is he in a commercial you're an actor like but then again, I'm like, oh, he's making money. Ignore it. Look back. It's still going on. They're dancing. And I'm like, eh, whatever. Man, yeah, that's very fair point. Fair point. Uh, one more trailer that I wanted to bring up, though. It was the the trailer or what commercial for uh, Creed 3. And what kind of caught my attention about this is they're, you know, they're promoting the fight. They're showing like it's going to be the championship bout between uh, Michael C. Jordan, the star, and uh, Jonathan Majors, who we're going to see in the Ant-Man movie uh, next weekend. Uh, apparently the fight that they're having is taking place on the Dodger Stadium uh, field. If I'm looking correctly at the trailer, I was like, oh, wow, that looks really cool. So I I don't, I haven't seen the, I saw the first Creed. I didn't see Creed 2, but uh, just for the fact that they're actually going to be fighting in uh, Dodger Stadium, I think I actually kind of want to check it out now. (laughs) Albert, Albert, I have a funny story. Uh, I liked the Creed 1 movie. 
Uh I bought Creed 2. We didn't see it in the theater. And I, I still haven't watched it. I bought it when it first came out. Oh, that, that's like, like the, your, your inception. <laughs> yeah, the first week it was on sale. I'm like, I'm going to buy this because I want to watch it with Sarah. But then as things came, like, like oh, Creed, now we'll watch something else. And then I just like, oh, I occasionally see it in my library. And I'm like, I still need to watch that because the first one was great. Uh-huh. But, eh. Hmm. Okay, yeah, that reminds me of uh, me and uh, and Inception. Yeah, and you know, finally watching oh. and not, not liking it because South Park made fun of it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so so I don't. Hopefully, South Park doesn't make a, a Creed uh, parody. <laughs> uh, we should. We need to do a South Park episode. No, just say that. <laughs> That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Uh, anything else with commercials or, or uh, trailers? It just there's certain commercials like what was it the uh, Will Ferrell playing Walking Dead? I thought it was weird. Oh, that was a GMC commercial, I think. Yeah. See, I missed it. I heard, I heard something. I looked up and I saw him, but I had missed what was said before. Literally, like, like, oh. he's driving around in a Walking Dead sh- scene. Oh, yeah. Then oh, all of a sudden, you find out he's bit. Right. I once again, I saw him. I'm like, oh, okay, he's a zombie too. All right, whatever. Back to other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, they My did the actually- Indiana Jones. I didn't really watch it, but the Indiana Jones commercial, Albert. Oh yeah, that looks pretty cool. That looks cool. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that movie. We'll talk about that later. Talk about it later. I mean, hopefully he doesn't screw it up too much. But (laughs) yeah, another Crystal Skull or Lucasfilm. I'm sorry, right? Should be more specific. But (laughs) same thing. It's the same company. Yeah, yeah. Uh, My wife would be uh, upset with me if I didn't at least mention the the Alicia Silverstone commercial for Clueless. I I can't even remember what she was like advertising, but my wife loved that commercial. She thought Uh, I missed it. I haven't seen it yet. I'll probably Mm -hmm. have to YouTube it if I decide to YouTube it. But I totally, I saw it on Twitter. People making comments about it and i saw on twitter that and ben stiller with the pepsi yeah, zoolander he, he does the porn on himself like i didn't see coffee, all you know? of it but i saw people saying you know like the tech on it the de-aging wasn't good and i'm like what did i miss mm-hmm. oh very nice very nice so let's go ahead and jump into uh food i mean again like it's just the awesome time of the year just to get together with friends and just eat good food, whatever you're having. If you try something adventurous, awesome. Uh, I tend to kind of play it safe for, for the Super Bowl, but one of these years I want to try to be a little more adventurous and for, for cooking. Albert, Albert, define safe. Hold on. Yeah, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to go down that road. I would like to know what you consider safe. for the Super Okay. Bowl. Safe is completely uh, ignoring what day of the week it is and just buying your food, <laughs> <laughs> which Allison seems to be okay with. So <laughs> in fact, that was her suggestion. So, so gotcha. yeah, so for us, we just did Papa John's pizza, uh, wings from from Buffalo Wild Wings, and other various snacks that you can get at Costco. So just a, a huge plethora of food. It was just delicious. Now, Albert, that does not sound safe. That sounds awesome. That sounds good. <laughs> that sounds like that, that sounds awesome. Good. Super Bowl okay. food. Well, definitely awesome Super Bowl food. But I'm talking more like uh, you know, trying, experimenting on a type of food like cooking, like uh, how how you would usually do, like brimy wings, like you mentioned last year. Oh no, but still you. It's a Super Bowl. You know what to go to by that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't play the keywords. You don't think go too like you're not making Chinese food. No, no, of course not. Yeah, definitely doing something simple like American. So, (laughs) no, I'm saying in that though, like there was a buildup where like throughout the year I'd done wings differently and done other chicken that way and like okay, it wasn't a it was blind on the wings, but I'd done it with chicken other Mm -hmm. things and. Like, okay, this, I think this is how, I actually think this is probably what Buffalo Wild Wings does. Like, they probably 
Brian their wings too. And that's why they're good. So for me, that was more of a trying to catch up with what I would pay for oh, and okay. make them as good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so, did, we just so did had, you do your own food this year, Nick? Did we do carne asada this year? Oh, awesome. so, nice. I think I've told you guys, I don't know if I have, I have uh, Los Toros marinade here. Oh, there you go. I, uh, oh, this is a long story I won't go into, but you can go buy the marinade. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can go. I, man, I'm surprised I haven't told you guys this before. I'll have to tell you the full story off the show, but uh-huh. like, dude, they don't have any of that here in Texas. It's slowly starting to get here because all the Californians mm-hmm. are leaving because California yeah, sucks right now. But I, I had through the years, like at Los Toros, got them to sell the marinade so I could make meat here. I don't sell it. I don't do anything. Just like they understood like, hey, I can't buy that here. I can buy the meat. I just want your marinade. So they still make money off of me because mm-hmm. I buy it. I bring it home. In fact, I need Albert. I might need your help. I need to get some more and mail it out. <laughs> uh, I'm going to make something happen for you. I'm, I'm out of the uh, part of the chicken marinade that I need. Uh, but uh, so I went to I went to a local butcher, not your supermarket butcher. I went to a legitimate butcher shop. That's mm-hmm. all they do. And I learned something. So I went in was like hey i need to make my own carne asada usually it's flank steak or something and uh and they're like oh there's better meat than that and i'm like really hmm. and they're like yeah bavada and i'm like what is that and they're like oh it's better than flank like it's it's a better quality meat it's more tender it's like 15 bucks a pound right now oh snap <laughs> and that's not marinated that's just that's, that's just a shop right. plain it's like double carne asada price <laughs> yes anyway so i tried it this was a while ago let me tell you, it's it's the best okay. meat I've ever made. Oh, awesome. Like nice. when you factor the fact that I have Los Toros marinade mm-hmm. with a like I would say the beef is twice as good as what you would pay at Los Toros. Not because they did anything wrong, but just I'm spending more money on the beef yeah. to get a higher cut. And uh it's freaking delicious. So we did uh we did beef and chicken again, onion cilantro homemade salsa and uh and then some other snacks chips queso cupcakes lots of other things i'm not thinking of awesome that sounds delicious the drink of choice oh it was uh miller light tonight pretty good pretty good that was it how about you tyler what did you do for uh for food tonight dude kept it simple uh did my own wings did a jamaican jerk and then Ooh. jalapeno poppers. What's the yeah. is Jamaican jerk like the Caribbean jerk from from uh, Buffalo Robins? It's similar to it. Okay. So when I used to work with a bunch of the Jamaicans, they told me which sauce to use. Mm. And so I get the same sauce you can get on Amazon. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. By the way, Amazon for like foreign stuff like that, I order a soy sauce on Amazon. It's funny because the awesome. company who makes the sauce. I'm pretty sure makes like baby stuff. Like it's, it's grapes. G R A C E is I'm pretty sure they make baby. Like I remember seeing them like making baby stuff, but grace, if you look up Jamaican jerks, that's the best one. Get the green one. Split up flavors on point. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Yeah. It's definitely uh, something to check out for sure. Uh Green one. All right. Yes. So the yeah. red one's their spicy one. The green one is still got a good kick to it, but it's 
the flavor's on point. Awesome. Awesome. Well, cool. Sounds like a good time was had by all. So that's very, very cool. Very good to hear. Uh, one of these days, I might try a little more, be more adventurous with, with food options, but it's just so simple just to just get it ourselves. It's always the easy, easy way to go. Yeah, you know, but, Albert, um, I'm, I'm not going to lie. So like part of why what you did is awesome is because it is so easy and it's still delicious. Yeah. Like part of what I've been trying to do. So once again, small tangent, like it's tough to prepare carne asada and have it hot and not overcooked and chicken and like for a party. And so I'm down the sous vide route. I cooked every, I cooked my meat yesterday. Uh, anyway, like I found a way to make it easier to host a party and not have the stress of kind of when you say experiment, Albert, like, well, mm -hmm. okay, you got to have it ready by a certain time. And like, it's so easy the way I did it. Uh, but it's not as easy as using the app on the phone to order pizza and wings yeah. and pick it up or have it delivered. Mm -hmm. And it's still just as good. And, you know, so I still, even though it was great, man, I could have saved myself hours and hours of work and driving to the butcher and all that. So, Oh yeah. Once yeah. again, I'm not knocking your choice in any way. I oh. think it was, was a good choice. I, I, I think it's a smart, convenient, easy way to do it. Mm -hmm. Well, it's, it's pretty cool that it's like, you know, record business for all these like pizza places and like other people who sell food like that. It's like, <laughs> Hey, they're doing, it's the second biggest uh, food consumption day of the year behind only Thanksgiving. So yeah, yeah, just, I'm, I'm sure they're happy with people making orders. In fact, there was actually a line going out the door for Buffalo Wild Wings today just okay. to get yep. the takeout. So, <laughs> Albert, also, all I'll tell you is uh, start now. Mm -hmm. Like once a month, make something. Whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Like I just pick it. Oh, for me, it's even easier, Bert. Everything's on the internet nowadays. So you just yeah. have an idea of what you want to make. You can Google it. And find out how to make it. Yeah, once a month with just one food, pick a food and just make it, work on it once a month. Watch some videos here and there, not every day. Don't have to go wild, but mm -hmm. that's it. And then when the next Super Bowl comes, you'll kind of, I'm not, you probably won't even make what you start out experimenting on. You mm -hmm. might, but if you really want, start now, man. Just take on the challenge of something and use whatever you have. So if you have a grill, then just something you can grill, you know, crock pot, something you can crock pot, just, just work on something. Oh, perfect. That sounds, sounds really good. In fact, uh, you know, uh, touching more on like food subjects is something that would be pretty cool. I think for the podcast is to say, Hey, uh, I mean, not just like uh, cooking or, you know, getting cooking tips. I think that's people, a lot of people would be interested in that, but also, uh, you know, trying out new restaurants like we kind of did before years ago, if you remember Nick, where we would yeah. try and go travel someplace we've never been to before just for the sake of going, which would be pretty cool too. So yeah, yeah I'm, 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 I try to take you up on that, try it and then just report back on the podcast, see how it yeah. turned out and then try and get feedback from other people too, what they suggest. Cause I think lots of people would be interested in doing that. Oh, yeah. yeah, I agree. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, any other points from uh, the game itself? Halftime commercials, food, anything else? Anybody? I else have a question. I wasn't going to bring this up. It's on the interwebs. And part of me is like, eh. the uh, the scene of a separate song for the opening. Does anyone care about that? 
Oh, sorry, what was that? I, I didn't remember what the, that was. <laughs> the the black national anthem, as it's called, uh, the singing of the separate, not just the national anthem. They There's sang national anthems being played. Yeah, it's not a national anthem. No, it's not a national anthem, but I'm saying it's so you had what Chris Stapleton played the American national anthem. Oh, then, okay. I think I remember that now. Yeah, yeah. They didn't. They do another song now for other people. I'm like, yeah, I don't care. Kind of. Also, why I'm less interested in the NFL personally, but it made the interwebs. Mm-hmm. I was just curious if you guys. I didn't even notice it. So, I didn't. I was busy cooking food. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was just curious if you guys saw it or thought anything of it or nah, heard anything me. of it. No. Nah. Perfect. No, I've had Perfect. food cooking. That's what I was literally wrapping up. So I can hear Stapleton had to do his thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, once again, I heard him start to sing, and then I like I kind of was tuned out because I was cooking t- tortillas. Like dudes were crying hearing him sing. Like there's a whole <laughs> joke about how he was making like was it Nick Sherriani, who was the coach of the Eagles. Like he's just bawling out. Yeah, Jason Kelsey, all, all they're all crying. Hmm. Uh, that's like it's crazy. <laughs> Maybe they were in pain. <laughs> You're the head coach is in pain after that warm up. <laughs> oh. Very nice. I did want to bring up the Kelsey brothers really quick though. Just uh, it was cool to see that happen on the grand stage. Uh, two brothers face off against each other in, in the yep. Super Bowl. Uh, and actually, just uh, you know, in the uh, regular season uh, MLB game, it's actually reminded me of this. Nick and I got to see the Weaver brothers face each other, which was pretty mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, uh, uh, Jeff and Jared uh, for a Dodgers game at, at the uh, Anaheim Angel Stadium. And uh, I guess Mama Weaver had like her her split jersey of half Dodgers, half Angels. Yeah. And I'm assuming Mama uh, Kelsey had the same thing as well. She had the same thing. Yeah, I so thought they would show cool, her more on they the showed uh, her few t- TV. They showed her, they showed her next to uh, Roger Goodell in the box. And I just thought they would go to her specifically and try to get Goodell out of it, but just no, they went to, to me. That they, was the big story. Uh-huh. They, the, not just the that, issue, but was the guy who just got had that heart injury. Oh, uh, uh, Hamlin. Yeah. yeah so he's, so it goes Roger Goodell, Kelsey mom, and then him all in a line. Like they were making sure that was in a scene a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Well, did you see his Hamlin jacket? About too. Huh? The, his jacket? Yeah. Uh, um, I just remember it was like a letterman's jacket. Yeah. I just sent you guys a picture. I It's the back. You, I don't think you could see it because they showed the front of him. Anyway, it made me laugh. I saw it online. People were like, what is this? Like, I don't know. Mm. No, I just know people are making comments already because he had a heart injury. and He's got some new tattoos on his hand, supposedly, of like an astronaut. Mm. No, I mean, that was cool. I'm like, eh. I, I still would like to know. How does a healthy... Physically fit, top tier athlete of the world, suffer cardiac arrest on the field. Still, still would like to hear more answers to that. Mm-hmm. That's um, also another subject for another day. We're not going to hear. I don't think that we'll ever hear what we're it down. No, I don't either. We're not going to hear what supplements he's on. That will never come out. It is interesting. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Uh, any other talking points for tonight? Are we good to, to wrap up? It's a little earlier than usual, but we didn't have Tom here. 
Uh, uh, he's with Tom here. It's just me and him talking trash back and forth. <laughs> at, least, at, least, at least Tom was smart not, not to cut you up this time. I think the game was close. Like to sum it up, the game was close. <laughs> it was it was pretty entertaining, but it wasn't like oh my goodness, you know, for the fans of the teams, yeah, it was, but for the general audience, halftime was in. The game was okay. It's it's something I will forget about tomorrow when I get back to life. If you ask most fans, if we have a football year, who won the Super Bowl? I think it'll be most people forgot it. Yeah. Look, there's still there's nothing like nothing stuck out to me. Like no player. I mean, there were good and bad players in the game, but mm-hmm. I didn't see anyone that was like, oh my goodness. There wasn't like for me, it wasn't there like a memorial catch. It wasn't like David Tyree catching us on the on the helmet. There wasn't anything that stuck out that much. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But for the most part, I did think we got a good game, and overall, yeah. the experience was cool. And I always just love watching the game, no matter what's going. Yeah, on. even if it's a bad you, game. I do think you got the best two teams in the NFL. If yeah. if they score a touchdown and there's a minute and a half left on the clock, then, then we we're talking differently about this game. Oh yeah, and and that's even with the Chiefs still coming out as the victors, we're mm-hmm. talking differently about this game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Very nice. Well, there's nothing else for tonight. We'll go ahead and uh, wrap up. But uh, Nick, Tyler, thank you so much for joining me tonight. Always love fun talking, talking sports with you guys. Uh, we'll have a long off season for the NFL, but the good news is we have other sports to keep us occupied, which will be sure. great. Uh, a year ago last year, I mean, there was the, the MLB uh, uh, lockout. Yeah. But, but now we got baseball coming up pretty soon. And we will have a basketball champion at some point. Yeah. Yeah, just Lakers blew their whole team up. <laughs> and then that's I might be in the that's another episode. They literally just pushed restart and kept two players. <laughs> we got LeBron. Who cares? Yeah. And then uh Tony's and then I might gone. be in the Who minority cares? in this part, but I'm actually really, really excited to catch uh MLS on, on Apple TV Plus. I already have my subscription. I, I think uh, it's awesome for no block. Gotcha. Any Galaxy game I want to watch. This I'm I'm excited for it to start. So see now that's once again it's another subject, but I'm like you know, I think one of the actually let's go into it. Okay, Albert, yeah, sorry. Well, I think one of the reasons the NFL's still doing well is it's on basic TV. I don't have to pay an extra service uh, mm-hmm. to watch it. Like my, you know, everyone only has so many funds, and there's only so many things you want to subscribe to and pay for. It's like, ah. Eh. And they're on basically every basic network channel, like you have CBS, Fox, NBC. They're on every channel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think sports, like... I think a lot of other sports have made the mistake of these specialty cable deals. They've made money. Mm-hmm. I think it's hurting them in the long run, personally. I think mm-hmm. it's a bad decision in the long run because your future fan base is shrinking because mm-hmm. you're limiting your future fan base. Mm-hmm. And my kids don't sit in front of a TV anymore. Kids don't necessarily have Apple TV on their devices, or if they like sports, they can put it on. Like I'm, you know, I am curious. Fifteen years from now, like, what does the sports world look like when, you know, what if the NBA goes off TNT and goes subscription on Netflix? I, I don't know. 
but like since Apple's doing it, there's going to be competition for sports. So it's going to force Netflix and Amazon now to do that. And so you have to pick your sport and pick your service. If Amazon are already was in on Thursday night football, I think they're just going to get more aggressive as far as right. Honestly. What if they take over the NFL? I think the NFL would make money off of it, Mm but I think in the long run, like a lot of your fans don't have Amazon Prime, so they might not be able to afford it, and you're just excluding them. And that's future money you're missing out on for, you know, temporary gains now. So that goes into more into like why the NFL Sunday tickets no longer just with DirecTV. Mm. I think I think you're spot on about that. Yeah, the one thing that MLB did right is they always controlled the rights to baseball on the internet. Mm -hmm. And now, you know, you can get every game of the season except in your market. And if you have a VPN, you can get every game. And you're not buying another service. You're just, it's just MLB. So if you just like a sport, you can get it. I'm surprised other, I don't know why. other sports haven't seen that model and tried to like hold that control. Mm-hmm. Like Albert, you would pay for MLB.com if you could get all the galaxy games on your device. Right. Mm-hmm. Why give it to Apple? No, that's, that's, uh, that's a good, fair point. Uh, I guess we, you know, we mentioned earlier about, about the amount of money that Apple has. So they're able to give MLS the money that they would need so they can actually it'd be profitable for them to actually make that partnership. deal and then in, re- in regards to mls i mean it doesn't seem to me that mls is big enough uh, or popular enough to get the 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 free local tv of uh, the, the the free table uh tv contract that the nfl can get so they're going to be on cable regardless so i actually think in their case i think it's actually a good idea to do this method where the hardcore fans who want to watch the fa- the games can Uh, but again, you're right. You're right in the sense that it can, it possibly can restrict individuals who maybe aren't tech savvy enough to to figure it out. Even though, to be honest, I don't think it's that difficult. No, the It's original, part, right. no, the really it comes down to the original why these companies are partnering with the cable companies is really to mitigate let, mitigate all the risk and Yeah. get cash up front. Yeah. Otherwise, if they were king like MLB, they'd be able to do that. Most sports like M- M- MLS isn't as much cash heavy, so they have to partner somebody. Yeah. I agree. I agree. It just still makes me question, like, why don't the bigger sports, NFL, NBA, why aren't they realizing that? Oh, I think they're good. I think they are going to slowly model out there and try to get out of their contracts as they get, get as they see the change. I don't know, though, like the like every like kids have devices now, so you actually have the ability to reach a larger audience than you ever have. You just end up weakening your agreement, whoever you do partner with on the backside. So if you do run your own thing through MLB, plus you want to partner, we'll say with TNT for Tuesday or Thursday night baseball, your contract on Thursday night baseball is going to be a lot less just the potential of people going MLB instead. Right now, once again, this might be too much tech, but like local games are on your local cable. You Yeah. don't get them on MLB. So I'm just saying, If you have being a VPN, in Texas, you can. that's what I'm saying, being in Texas, be able to see the Dodger game, you're basically your only option is MLB. It's well, it's Time Warner or whatever it Oh, is. I know. But I'm, I'm just saying, being in Texas where you're at, it's harder to watch the games Right. than if you were back at home.
So even True. if you're so even Burt Bang back in LA still, he'd have to either go through A Time Warner or B go through MLB, which we all would we all have, who are not in LA would have to use. So again, it just comes down to the people in the LA territory. I, it comes down to marketing, understanding the numbers on the backside, because they're not going to see their numbers aren't going to be what they normally were through Time Warner, or because that's where the Time Warner's were getting their money back. If they're trying to think, I'm getting all the Dodger fans, and who's a Dodger fan? I'm getting with Time Warner. It's well, so are you factoring in? So remember, it's the team that signs the deal with Time Warner, but the yeah. league, the league, yeah. The all league itself owns the internet, right? So I'm just separate. I get what you're saying, but I'm yeah, I'm separating it for the internet. Because it goes for most sports at the back end, they have to share most net profits. So at least that's how the NFL works. Um, I don't think I don't remember baseball. I don't think baseball does that. I know they have a shared some shared. That's yeah, baseball how, shares. Baseball shares. Yeah, that's, uh, so, so that the means team, yeah. the team share. Yeah, the profit share per game with yeah. the other team they're playing. They have so, to because yeah. there's markets that wouldn't have teams if they didn't do that. Mm-hmm. You just have five teams in LA, five teams in New York. Right. All right. No, we can move on from that because that's not that's tied to the day, but not necessarily. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because actually, what I heard is, I mean, I guess I don't know if the NFL is still shopping around for a different uh, network for the the uh, Sunday ticket. Because like Tyler had mentioned, I guess DirecTV, it expired their, their partnership. It expired. So this last year, you've been able to get it anywhere. So if you wanted to get it off your PlayStation or off your Xbox, you're able oh, to Oh, okay. It. Yeah, yeah. But to my point, once again, hey, make a NFL app that's mm-hmm. on Roku, on PlayStation, on Xbox. That's what, that's what they hey, did. Yeah, hey, instead that's- of paying them, you just give us the money directly. Mm-hmm. We make all the money. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, guys. Mm-hmm. Where yet? Mm-hmm. Anyway, but yeah, the, the the point that I also I I made this point like last year when the MLS first made the, the announcement with their partnership with Apple TV that the main selling point would be price to make sure yeah. you're not pricing people out. And for the most part, the MLS one is pretty affordable. I think it's only twelve bucks a month. So that might be still a little steep for some people, but it's for for me, I it's perfect just for any Galaxy game I want to watch, and then uh, additional MLS content like behind the scenes stuff for for your favorite team. Yeah. So, uh, it, it's interesting, like you mentioned, Nick, we could see where the sports landscape landscape could be in the next 10, 15 years. I mean, maybe more leagues are going to adapt the, this uh, uh, philosophy or this uh, this uh, business model of how they want to present their 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 product. So it'll be very interesting to see what happens in the, in the near future. I think it makes more sense just as everyone seems to be moving from different states to different states. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have some, as a, like I said, I, I think Nick's model makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Very cool. Well, there's nothing else for the, the game tonight. Again, let's go ahead and just wrap up. But uh, again, thank you, Nick. Thank you, Tyler. It's always great to catch up with both of you and just chat sports. And we'll do this again soon. And we'll see if we can get Tom to join us. Maybe start earlier so it'll be a little easier for him. Or maybe he just needs to man up and realize he's going to get attacked. And- we just got to <laughs> do it before it's bedtime. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. Okay. Well, thanks, everybody. And you've been listening to the, the Casting for Fun podcast. Thanks, everyone. Bye.